Hello everybody, welcome to the 7th episode of Movie Podders, um, as always, myself Brian, and with me today, for a change, no, I'm kidding on, it's uh, Ryan. Hi. Sorry, I had to do that because I was getting slagged off for, hi guys. Hello. I don't like Jim Broadbent. <laughs> a big bushy beard. <laughs> um, I just wanted to mix it up a wee bit. I'll nice. go back to the. I'll go back to normal next week. Nice. How you doing anyway? You're right. Yeah, not too oh, bad. I've you. got that pen in my hand. Did you hear it? I did. Yes. I've thrown it away. So I've, <laughs> I've thrown it away. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Our, our friend Craig was here last night. He's away now, though. He's away down in London, hoping to meet Stephen Hawkins today. So he is. Ah, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm buzzing for that, eh? Yeah. Did you know? I bet didn't get played as well. No, that's in Glasgow. He's coming back up. Come back up to Scotland for Glasgow, eh, for Gay Pride. Making time for it, eh? Busy weekend for him. Um, So, as always, have you seen any any new films this week? Again, no, I've been working quite a lot recently. Um, So, I have, in fact, um, fact, that's a lie, I apologise. Yeah, I did went went and saw um, Dunkirk again with her wee pal, uh, Craig. Um, But I've not saw anything new, I just went and saw that again with him, still... It was good for a second viewing, still just like as intense as the first time, so yeah, really enjoyed it. What about you? Yeah, Craig getting all our attention this week. Yeah, uh-huh. I went with uh, my brother and um, Amelia to see Atomic Blonde on Tuesday. Just give a wee shout out to my brother, he's called Alan. He's a bit, he's getting on at me that I always refer to him as my brother and I never see his name. So, I mean, getting quite a lot of feedback um, here. <laughs> So, um, it was all positive the first few weeks, but now they're laid into me. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to see Atomic Blonde. Uh, maybe just a wee bit too much plot. And could yeah, have a wee, bit, a wee bit more action. Um, it just kind of got to the end and it was like, here's a twist, here's another twist, and here's another twist. And you're like... There's, there's not that way when films sort of have like three or four endings. Yeah. And I quite like the... F- the first sort of ending you got because it was kind of like suggestive of what had, what had really happened whereas right after that it just like spells it all out for you after that and you're like oh I didn't really need that I quite liked <laughs> the sort of just a a tiny tiny wee bit of mystery because you kind of knew it all anyway yeah. but you just felt the need obviously to to tell you everything deal oh well yeah I'll still go and see it whenever I can. No, you should. Get the chance. You, you'll enjoy it. There's a couple of good action scenes in it. I think you'll enjoy it. At least enjoy it enough to to be like not off regretted going sort of thing. Yeah. So what's okay. what's first? <laughs> uh, right. So today we'll talk about again some of the trailers that have been re- released. So we're going to be talking about the killing of a sacred deer on the road and Molly's game. Um, we're also going to be talking about Mission Impossible 6, Casey Affleck talking about Batman, and um, Obi-Wan movie reportedly being confirmed. We'll uh, also cover the rundown and speak to our pal Craig, as we've mentioned, for a first ever Movie Friends segment. Cool. What's first? Alright. Um, so, yes, the, the first one that we are going to speak about is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. So this is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, 
Um, he's a, oh, sorry, the movie's about a surgeon who forms a familiar bond with a, a sinister teenage boy with disastrous results. This is starring Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, Barry Keoghan, I think that's right, and Rafi or Rafi Cassidy. What did you think of it? Um, yeah, I, I, I think it looks really good, actually. Um, that I'm assuming it's that Rafi Cassidy that's singing sort of all the way through the trailer. That added a... We've used the word creepy a lot the last few weeks, but that sort of added a, a nice tone to it. I, I really like Colin Farrell when he's doing serious roles. I think he's quite an underrated actor. Um, uh, I'm grown to like Nicole Kidman more and more. I never really, really liked her at all, but recently I've, I've sort of enjoyed the stuff she's been in. The guy, mm-hmm. uh, Barry Keoghan, who was in Dunkirk, played George, Um I thought he looked really good in this trailer. Just that there's a little bit right at the very end of the trailer when he just looks over at Colin Farrell and gives him a creepy wee smile. Just, I don't know, because obviously he's, I think that he's sort of trying to get revenge for something that's happened to him. We're not too sure what's happened mm-hmm. so far. What about yourself? Aye, pretty much the same really. Um, just looks quite creepy. I've seen to you before, like a... I quite I, like he wasn't in it much, but the boy who was in Dunkirk, like I really liked him. Um, I, th- I th- thought like just the small parts he was in, he just seemed like quite natural and quite yeah. like I don't know, believable. Sounds probably daft considering he wasn't in it much, but uh, yeah, like he just seemed like quite natural. So quite looking forward to him being in that. Um, as you say, Colin Farrell's generally always alright. No, so I've no saw like and I know she's been in quite a lot of stuff recently but Nicole Kidman I've not saw her in much recently so um I don't really have too much of an opinion over her but um I looks a bit creepy, looks like my kind of like kinda of scary film or thrillery type of film so uh, yeah, look forward to it. Should be good I think. Yeah, hopefully. Um what's what's next? Next one's On The Road. This is uh, directed by Michael Winterbottom. Um, on The Road offers an intimate look at the life on the road for the band Will Fallis as the tour Great Britain. Um, what did you think of this one? Um, i slightly confused with this one because yeah. I sp- I've watched the trailer two or three times now and I, I was just trying to work it. I think it is a documentary. But at first I thought it was just a film until I found out who Will Fallis were. I think it's sort of. I think it seems to be like this Michael uh, Winterbottom guy sort of directing them and following them during two thousand and sixteen sort of tour and like the like the press like the dealings with the press and the media and all the rest of it on radio stations and whatnot and what life on the road is like for an up and coming band. Mm-hmm. Um, for the music sounded quite good. Um, I've never heard Will Fallis uh, before, but I thought it sounded quite good and. They just I thought it looked like a really good film, um, but as I said some of it felt like there was acting in there as well, not yeah, uh, not not bad acting, uh, and so I'm a bit confused. I, I I'm I think it is a documentary, but I'm not too sure, um, because it doesn't say anywhere either mm-hmm. whether whether it is or not. Yeah, I think it's like a kind of mix. Like uh, I think we've got actors in with the the actual band, because. Um, I think like the the black girl and the Scottish guy seemed like they were actors. I thought, and then everybody else seemed like they were like just actual band members. So I don't know if they maybe just got them kind of 
living with them and touring with them and developing a story around them, I'm not sure. But sure. Uh, yeah, I, I was a wee bit, I think I was trying myself to kind of figure out what was going on exactly, if it was a documentary or what initially, but I think the second half of the trailer I was kind of enjoying and thinking, yeah, this would be probably quite an interesting film to see. So, uh, yeah, I like looking at it and I'll probably try and make time for it if I can. Yeah, I think if you're a if you're a music fan as well, I think um, it would certainly want to watch if you enjoy gigs and all the rest of it. I think this look would be something that would maybe be right up up your street, so to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So the last trailer is for Molly's Game. This is directed by Aaron Sorkin. So his synopsis is Molly Brown, a beautiful young Olympic class skier. <laughs> who ran the world's most exclusive high-stakes poker game for a decade before being arrested in the middle of the night by 17 FBI agents wielding automatic weapons. Her players included Hollywood royalty, sports stars, business titans and finally, unbeknownst to her, the Russian mob. Her only ally was her criminal defence lawyer, Charlie Jaffe, who learned that there was much more to Molly than the tabloids led us to believe. What did you think of this one, Brian? Loved it. I'm a, I, the problem is I'm a sucker for Aaron Sorkin so mm-hmm. I, I love all his stuff like his, his TV like West Wing Studio 16 Newsroom and then even just in the, the movies he's done like A Few Good Men um, Moneyball Social Network um, Steve Jobs film I, I, I really like all those films I like his style of writing I like that he he gets his sort of sort of the Intensity and and the it's all dramatic and it's there's no act there's never any action in his stuff but it, the dialogue's so fast paced and those big long monologues I really enjoy all that so I'm really excited for for it especially I mean, with the fact that it's Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba as mm-hmm. well so that just um, kind of t- just just icing on the cake really that's got two really good leads in it as well mm-hmm. and the yeah. story seems really interesting I mean poker's poker's quite a cool like a cool thing and I think Aaron Sorkin will 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 deliver that really well with the sort of fast pace that it tends to be and all the stuff he does yeah um, what, what I was like I take it in like Michael Cera is supposed to just be playing himself in it no he's no? playing a celebrity a oh, celebrity yeah. I think his character's just down as like player X on the IMDB because it, I don't know if you remember at the start of the trailer, she says like everybody's like everybody's name except for my own has been changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's obviously decided she doesn't like when she's given this story in real life. Obviously, it's a true story, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of more exciting. Is that she's not divulged who was actually in these poker rooms? I mean, she's done it for ten years. Like, yeah, I I think it looks really good. I'm, I say I'm a big Sorkin fan, so yeah. I, I... I think, like, as you kind of touched on yourself, um, the leads in it are probably one of the things that attracted me to it. Um, like, I like, apart from uh, The Huntsman, I like uh, old Jessica and pretty much anything that she's she's in. So, yeah, and it's in my address as well. Like, I'm a, a fan of address. So, um, quite interested by the look of the film and the story of it. And I, I like I like Michael Cera as well. So, uh, yeah. Overall, it looked like a, a good wee trailer, and yeah. I'll keep an eye out for it when it comes out. 
touching on Jessica Chastain there as well, like I, I mentioned Miss Sloan a couple of weeks ago and in that film she's like this the, the most confident person in the room every time and that's mm-hmm. one of the things I liked about her character and Miss Sloan and I feel that's gonna be the same again. Yeah. With this, like and she she does that really well and sort of like um so I hate using language this, but you know, she like she like commands the scene sort of thing. And so mm-hmm. I'm kinda of looking forward to, to seeing her in that. Yeah, it should be good, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll run through all the other sort of trailers, because uh, I think you've watched one of them, haven't you? Yes, just the one this week, yep. Um, so we've got The Florida Project with Willem Dafoe, uh, Brooklyn, Kimberly, Prince. It's Willem Dafoe seems to run a motel, and this girl and her little kid lives there. It looks quite good, looks sort of, um, again, those sort of indie-type movies that are sad, but hopeful and happy at the same time um, you won't like it because there's a small child who seems to have a very prominent role in this <laughs> film and I know you don't like kid actors so you don't have to watch that one and then there's a, is it Remory, Remory or Remory? I think it's Remory Remory, oh, that makes sense I think so, I'm not sure uh, which has got Peter Dinklage and Julie Ormond and then Anton Yelchin I, like, oh, yeah. I kind of like the second half of this trailer more than the first half Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite nice to see Anton Yelchin um, I think this is his last movie mm. um, obviously it's really sad what happened to him a year or two ago now um, but I thought it looked okay quite an interesting premise to this film um, I don't know what lately literally sorry literally little uh, lit <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is so catastrophic. <laughs> uh, literally, I can't see it. Can you say that for me, please? Because literally, just, oh, that's not much better. Right before hey. Aaron, uh, which is just a long Kobe uh, Kobe Smulders. Um, kind of reminded me a wee bit of a uh, same sort of kind of vibe as Five Hundred Days of Summer. Mm. Sort of guys in love with a girl who maybe shouldn't be anymore because she doesn't love him and. Basically, he gets it like Kobe Smulders and Justin Long are, are exes, and she invites him to his wedding. I see. Uh, looks okay. I thought that looked alright. Uh, most excited for Beyond Skyline, Skyline Two. <laughs> Can't wait for this film. I hated the first film with everything that I've got. Um, the the thing that does interest me about this, the guy for the raid is in this, like the protagonist from the raid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that kind of like interests me is because like he, obviously he's talking English in this, and so it'd be kind of cool to see him in future sort of American action films because his actions are he, he's unbelievable at action. So that would be kind of cool. Maybe get like a this sort of generation's like Jet Li or Jackie Chan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gemini, I get bored watching this. <laughs> uh, Zoe Kravitz is in it uh, John, Ch- John Cho um, sort of a mystery thriller type thing uh, The Oris's Child uh, low budget sci-fi uh, I don't know how to pronounce this The can you say that? Meerwitz Meerwitz story uh, Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman, Emma Thompson and Ben Stiller, slated by Adam Sandler a bit recently um, this looks really. I think this looks good. 
it's not in the same vein as uh, Adam Sandler films that we're sort of used to seeing. Um, I think it, I think it, you don't see too much. It's kind of a teaser trailer, but I actually quite interested by this. So I'm I'm, I'm actually hopeful for an Adam Sandler film coming out. One uh, percent more humid again. Uh, I don't I, I don't really know what this is about. I get bored watching this as as well. Um, there's a lot of trailers just now because it's obviously a lot. Of, all the festivals are on just now, aren't they? Yeah. Like Sundance is. I don't know, I think that's been already. And then there's the the there's the Venice Film Festival coming up. Was it Toronto just had their film festival as well? And so there's a lot of trailers for these sort of real really arty films, which are fine and uh, people enjoy them. But art, sort of arty type films really aren't my kind of scene. So yeah. Uh, there's one called uh, Six Below Josh Hartnett gets lost in a mountain looks like straight to TV <laughs> um, American Assassin TV spot don't watch it because I think it gives away spoilers I'm a bit annoyed I've, I've seen it uh, Japanese trailer for Thor again probably want to stay away from this as a character shows up that some people might not be anticipating um, lastly not a movie but uh, Netflix released the first trailer for The Punisher and so, just a wee, wee recommendation oh, to go yeah. and have a wee look at that. I've not saw that yet myself. I, I will. I will watch. I'll make time to watch that one. It's just a wee Netflix. teaser, but it's just there's just enough in there to get you excited. If, especially if you watched uh, specifically the first four episodes of Daredevil season two. Like, yeah, so good. Well, yeah. How, how far in it is it again? Like one of my favourite Punisher bits in it is the prison scene. That's about six or seven, I think. Is it? Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, because so at the end of episode four, spoilers, guys, but it's TV, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> well, because we're movies, so. Um, <laughs> but like, because at the end of season four, he, Shuri gets like they, he gets arrested at the graveyard, or I think, or, I don't know if it's a graveyard, but Shuri gets arrested. He's talking to Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And the police show up, and then I think it's a couple of episodes later is when he has that that prison scene, which is just. Amazing, Brilliant. so good. Uh, we'll move on to our, our actual news. There's only three news stories this this week. There wasn't a sort of there's lots of news, but I just felt for what we we would maybe want to talk about sort of thing. But first one was uh, the filming for Mission Impossible Six has been stopped for about six to eight weeks. I think uh, Tom Cruise broke his ankle performing a stunt. There's actually a video online you can see. I think like. A few new, a few of the the movie websites sort of showed the video and um, of a, of it happening. Oh really? Yeah. Um, the movie's still on track though for its July two thousand and eighteen release date. Um, what you what? I think you'd heard this story already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew about it. I. Get any thoughts that come up to you with with Tom Cruise and his stunts? No, I like it. He does all his own stuff. Uh, it's obviously this is one of the potential problems, and it'll cause like a big headache for all the studio people. That if, um, if obviously they're going to have to reschedule everything around this and re or change all their, their filming around it, so I'm um, sure it'll cause them a few headaches. And given like as well as it's, I think it's particularly on TV, there's been quite a few like stunt people dying recently, so yeah. it, it might be something that they would consider like saying, "Nah, you need to wrap this now," but. Uh, I like that he does all his own stunts, but I, I don't see it causing any real problems. They'll just work around him, really. I think 
Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think the plan is to maybe do film some stuff that he's not going to be in, um, so that it's still it still will have its release date. But mm. what I was thinking about is like Tom Cruise is obviously in his fifties now, and I was just wondering, is he maybe just getting a bit too old mm-hmm. to be doing all of his own stunts? Not just not to stop him completely, but is he maybe because fair enough, he's he's attached to ropes, but he has to run in like he's jumping. Be- between two buildings yeah so it is and he doesn't get there he just misses it I don't know if he he's, he'd already d- done it before but he just clatters into the side of the building mm. and to his credit he tries to jump up and run continue running with a broken ankle but um, yeah I mean it's an interesting point because obviously sadly this week Deadpool 2 uh, a yeah, stunt woman uh, I think her name is Joy Harris she went by SG she 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 died on set of Deadpool 2 doing a, a motorcycle stunt and I think it was The Walking Dead that's recently had a stunt uh, a stunt man pass away yeah. um, so it's, I mean obviously that's really sad this is an interesting point in terms of like will studios want to stop their actual actors from from performing these stunts of with obviously the dangers that are actually in there, I don't, sometimes we don't really appreciate actually when it's all on screen that it's kind of like, well, it's fake, but actually it was real for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible Six. So we're still getting it, whether you wanted it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we've, so next story we've got Casey Affleck was quoted this week um, he said he's not going to do that movie I don't think sorry to say now this was about his brother Ben uh, doing the Batman movie now just I'm just going to give you a couple of quotes from Ben Affleck about three weeks beforehand where he said Batman is the coolest part of any universe let me be very clear I am the luckiest guy in the world I am so thrilled to do it he told the fans that at Comic Con um, what did you think about these comments? Do you think Casey Affleck there's any truth in it, or he's just messing yeah. about? Well, I think there's a couple of things like with it. So I think, as far as I heard, he did he not backtrack from this comment and say no, I wasn't meaning yeah. what I said or something like that. So I think he's kind of tried to backtrack on that. But going off of what you said as well about like what Ben says, like if you go back, I don't know how many months it was, four or five months or something now when he was saying, oh, I'm still definitely directing the Batman, and then, yeah. like, a week later or something, it turns out he's been dropped, or he's he's left it himself, so, I don't really take any comments that he says as being genuine, and it'll just be a case of waiting to see if anything does actually happen, that, there's so many things change in the DCEU that it's kind of hard to um, believe any comments that are being made about anything, so... Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to think about it. I, I think what Casey said is probably actually true. Um, I think he, yeah, it's going to sadly depart. But yeah, I'm not sure. You? I don't know because obviously Casey, they're brothers, and they're not just they're not. As far as I'm aware, they're not just brothers who happen to be in movies. But I, I think they I think they got on as well. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine there's there's been communication about how Ben Affleck actually feels about playing the Batman and, and all the rest of it um, and so he would like to know I think maybe his brother will be a bit annoyed that he said this in a 
in an interview. I think he was caught, sort of caught off guard. I don't think he was expecting to be answering any questions about his brother playing Batman whilst he was doing... I think he was doing sort of stuff for the ghost story. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, Casey Affleck comes across to me as somebody who would make stuff up just for a laugh. You think he would, sorry? I think he would, yeah. I think he would just yeah. say stuff to the media just, just to, like... Almost get at them. Yeah, I don't know if that's just me being hopeful because I really want to see. Obviously, we've, we won't go into it again, but we know my feelings about about the second best Batman. Mm-hmm. As I said, <laughs> I won't get involved. I'll rise above it, rise above it. Do you remember the cool runnings? Nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, um, but I, I hope it. I hope he's not. I hope it's. I hope he's, he's locked into that contract so he has to do the movie. Yeah, it's just whether or not they want him to do it. They'd be daft not to. But they've made a lot of daft decisions, so... Yeah, they do like, they do like doing that. Um, anyway, so, well, last sort of story before we go into the rundown and then before you get the nice uh, Mr Craig Fairbairn, uh, very gentle voice on the <laughs> on the whole podcast... Um, it's probably the most exciting news this week, at least for me anyways, that there's been yeah. an Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan movie confirmed. So it seems if everyone was reporting it on Friday, um, I first saw it on a screen rant, so I thought it was maybe just a rumour, and then maybe like 10 minutes later, like Twitter, our Twitter feed for movie podders was just like Hollywood Reporter, Empire, Collider, they were all, and then even like the, the sort of hosts of some of these shows, they were all talking about it as well. Ewan McGregor has not yet been confirmed and St- Stephen Daldry is reportedly on to direct. How do you feel about a Obi-Wan movie? Yeah, well, it's not been 100% confirmed yet. Like, Disney haven't confirmed it, have they? I haven't seen Disney confirm it, but I, see the fact that Hollywood Reporter and Empire are talking yeah. about it? Because like, they're not just rumour websites. Do, do you know what I mean? They're my two. They're probably my two favorite websites for solid movie news. Now, that doesn't mean that a hundred percent of the time everything they say happens, but it's like high nineties, mm-hmm. and so that fills me with confidence. But you're right, Disney. Disney themselves haven't. I haven't. At least I haven't seen that anywhere that they've they've come out and said it. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same as you. Though. I believe, like what what I've read, I, I believe probably to be true because they were talking about this like back at D twenty three and stuff that. Um, they thought that it was going to be announced. Um, I'm only interested, like, I, I was excited when I heard this, but I'm only interested if Ewan's coming back. If he's not, and they're going to try and recast and get somebody else in, I'm not sure how I'll feel about it. But um, if they get Ewan back on, which I think he'll be happy to do, I think he'd want to return. Yeah, I think he wants to do it. Yeah, he's one of the, the few good things about the prequels, I think. Um, so... Yeah, I, I'm only really I'm I'm on board, but only if Ewan's on board. I would be very surprised if he's not. And just mm. going off the back of what you said, like Warner Brothers made a lot of bad decisions since Disney's bought Lucasfilm. They've made a lot of really good decisions, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they're very aware of how much of a fan favorite Ewan McGregor is. For people who who loved the prequels, and for people who didn't like them, like when you hear, you know, there's lots of people that we, we sort of follow who love Star Wars 
who can't stand the prequels, but if they, they want a Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan film, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would be very surprised if they went down a different route. I've not seen too much of it, but I'd quite like to see some of the Star Wars Rebels characters um, in the movie, um, if we're going to get one, because I'm assuming it's going to be between um, Return of the Sith and A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it can't be. It's not going to be after A New Hope, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd quite like to see some of the Rebel guys chucked in there. Um as well, just because obviously it's some extra Jedi's to sort of to fight. Um, it'd be interesting who'll be the villain, because I don't think they'll use Darth Vader. I'm a hundred. I, I don't think I don't know too much about Star Wars canon, but I don't know how much they cross paths between the end of the Return of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it can be too much because. Just the way he talks in, in A New Hope aye, suggests. New Hope, yeah. I, I think if anybody, they might go along the lines of like what Rebels has done and um, you can maybe see Darth Maul come back. I think that could be a possibility. Nice. I yeah. would like that very much, so. No, that would be, yeah, I'd, I'd be up for a really cool, um, yeah, Darth Maul would be, would be quite good. And that gives you a way to, in a, in a sense, like redeem the prequels to some extent and attach some good memories with it if they can do something good with an Obi-Wan standalone and that actually kind of tie in with the, <clears throat> the the prequels there. Who's the... There's the... Who's the guy that they actually... The Sith Lord that they actually use? And I've only seen the first season, about the second season of Rebels. Um, for, like, the, the, the Rebels sort of fight against... I'm not sure. I've no, I've no saw the any rebels at all. Um, I just know like wee bits and pieces that I've heard Christian Harloff talking about on um, Jedi Council. So I don't, I, I'm not too sure to be honest. He's got a cool lightsaber that like spins round. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, anyway, yeah, cool. Hopefully, I think we will get an Obi One movie. Get excited about it. So just quickly go through the rundown and then it's time for for Craigie Boy's wee interview um, so uh, Anna Clark wants to adapt Oscar Wilde's 1819 novel The Picture of Dorian Gray with a with a female lead uh, Daniel Craig confirms he will return as Bond not going to lie I thought he already had um, then we've got Sasha Lane joins the new Hellboy uh, producer John Davis plans to remake the 1988 comedy Licence to Drive. Uh, Geneva Robertson uh, uh, Dorrit is taking over writing for Captain Marvel's script. Uh, there was the first images for Loving Vincent. Uh, Channing Tatum will star in the universal crime drama Bloodlines. Ron Howard confirms that Empire will have a presence in the Han Solo spin-off. Um, Alan Arkin joins Tim Burton's live-action Dumbo. Michael B. Jordan will star in A Bittersweet Life, which is a remake of uh, a Korean action thriller. Uh, Patty Jenkins is returning to direct the Wonder Woman sequel. And out this week we've got an Inconvenient sequel and The Dark Tower. Nice. What stands out to you? A um, couple of things. Um, 
I like Alan Arkin, so anytime he's casting anything, um, I'm always interested in that. Actually, it makes me a little bit more interested in a Dumbo movie because I wasn't really that bothered about it. Um, the images for Love and Vincent, uh, I didn't know about this film, but it's all the full movie's going to be it's like paintings, like in the style of Van Gogh, mm. or Van Gogh, however you pronounce his name. So that was quite interesting in itself. I don't know if I'll watch the film, I probably will just for that aspect. Um, Ron Howard, obviously with the the Empire, the obviously with the Empire having a presence. I I, I sent to you a wee while ago. I don't get to watch movie talk as much as I used to, but I was listening to it on the way home from work the other day, and they were talking about this and how the fear of maybe the Death Star being in in the film. Yeah. Just because of the, I, I can't remember who made the point. Uh, what one that made the point, but talked about how like why use that helmet Aye. on that command like station, and it was kind of a good point. I'm just like, yeah, why show that picture if they're not if it's not going to be there? My kind of hope is if if they do use the Death Star, is that it's like whoever Han Solo is in confrontation with, it's just that you see them maybe being sent from the Death Star, and Han Solo doesn't actually come into any contact with it he can't really like that's the thing surely yeah. he can't because then like again in New Hope it wouldn't make sense that he's kind of shocked by what he, what he sees so sure yeah it can't be it'd be really annoying if, if it was yeah what about you what sort of things stood out to you eh uh, not too much the probably the main stuff's like Daniel Craig I'm kind of surprised he has like although it's like for weeks it seemed like he has been coming back as Bond but I, I thought like the last one it was it was done um, yeah, so um, I've, I've, I'm happy enough that he's back for at least one more um, I don't mind one more and then maybe change it up after that and try something different um, apart from that there wasn't really too much else apart from what you've mentioned um uh, again, as I said before, I've not saw Wonder Woman yet, but it obviously sounds good that Patty Jenkins has returned if um, it's been universally loved. So yeah, yeah. Um, both the movies that are coming out as well are both movies that I want to see. Although Dark Tower's not been getting the greatest reviews, I still want to see it for myself. And inconvenient sequels, making a film that's like I like these kind of thought-provoking m- movies about our existence and the sure. effect we have on the planet and all that type yeah. of stuff so yeah um, 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 I've seen that I've still not even saw Inconvenient Truth I probably need to see that first but <laughs> I would still want to see this anyway did you did you listen to the Empire podcast with the yeah. the interview Dalgo aye aye me too that made me more interested in the film listening to him talk about it mm-hmm. not becoming vegan though anytime soon no no uh, <laughs> no no <laughs> Yeah, but what we'll do, what we've got for you now, guys, as we said, um, first week of our little segment, we're calling it Movie Friends. Basically, we just get a friend on the show and ask them a couple of questions about movies. This first week, it's um, Craig, our, both our friend uh, from school, so hopefully you like it. Here it's here. Hey, guys, welcome to our first week segment of Movie Friends. Uh, this week, myself and Ryan will interview our good friend, Craig. Hello. How you doing? You alright? I'm doing no bad. Good. Ryan, you there? I am. How you doing? Not too bad, yes. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. 
pretty good. Pretty my friend, good. My friend Craig's visiting me in Sheffield, so yeah, that's pretty good. nice. He's came all the way from Scotland just to see me. He has no other plans. Yeah. He's my friend as well. Brian had warned me about the sultriness in your voice, Brian, just not to get lost in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whistling Thanks. you need to look out for. <laughs> slightly mistaken. Uh, it's the whistling and the heavy breathing that will get you. Mm. Pen clicking. Oh, God. So many things you need to watch for. Sorry. Uh, so what are we here for? Oh, did you know no? Do you not get the, <laughs> you not get the message? <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to ask you some questions. Um, I guess we should first tell the people... Do you want to tell them how we're friends, or do you want Ryan to tell them? I'm regretting that friendship right now, but um, it's football, school, good times. Really? <laughs> it doesn't sound that enthusiastic about <laughs> the good times. <laughs> Maybe it was more bad times for him, Ryan, than it was. Yeah, I good think times so. for us. Yeah. I know. Get a new guest next time. <laughs> um, so we'll just get straight. We'll get wired in about right. these questions. So, Craig. What was the first movie you ever saw at the cinema? <clears throat> I think it was Jurassic Park and uh, The Magnum. Nice. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and now I'm playing the Jurassic Park tune in my head. <laughs> Anyway, the thing. I'm pretty sure it was Jurassic Park Park. at the Magnum. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I went there to see it as well. Did you? I I don't know. I I did see Jurassic Park at cinema. I don't think it was the clever girl. The Magnum shooter. (laughs) Clever girl. It's not a bad first movie to see at the cinema. Yeah, that's Uh, a very good. (laughs) 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 Damn hacker shit. (laughs) <laughs> I was told there was no Sweden on this. Oh, no, Ryan drops a wee swear word every now and again, so I just no, wanted to I'm join in. <laughs> we don't drop any F bombs, though, do we, Ryan? <clears throat> well, he was saying he was going to be F and Jeff when we went. To oh, the was he? Was he? Acting all Billy Big Bollocks. Cool. What was the last movie you saw at the cinema? Dunkirk. Did you enjoy it? With Ryan, I did indeed. You saw it with Ryan? It was a wee mandate. Yep. Uh, and it was a manly, manly film that we watched. Was <laughs> it <What's> manly? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The manliest. Um, <sighs> Tom Hardy was in it. He's a dish. So. He is quite dishy. Yeah. Did you? Was that the second time you saw it, Ryan? Uh, yes, I. That's the second time. Enjoy it. I mean, it's good that Craig mentioned that because that just slips really nicely into. We've actually got a Dunkirk spoiler review. Mm-hmm. So now Craig's. Watch the film, you can probably listen to that spoiler review now. No, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Aye, it was good. To, uh, it was a good film. It was very tense throughout. Um, and not what I expected. I expected the war film to have um, a romance, etc. I was a bit disappointed that there wasn't any romance in it. But now you're left in the edge of your seat. What about the romance of them getting home? Oh, mm. beautiful there's a romance. Are there romance always between two two lovers? That is, yes. That is, there's no, there's no <laughs> romance. Else, no. no romance in anything Nothing else. else to be found. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, what was your favourite childhood movie? Ryan, you can pitch in with the next question. I, I'm, I'm trying to bit your. Can I jump in? I know. I'm just. I'm too eager. No. <laughs> Being quite so. mature at a very young age, I would have to say. 
Oh, that's a good. Uh-huh. That's a good pick for a childhood movie. Most of us. Probably my most favourite. Home Alone has to be up there. Um, yeah, trying to think of the top three. I was exposed to quite a lot very young. Such yeah. as horror uh, films. You, I think I think when I don't know if this still happens, but I feel like when I was a kid, it wasn't a big deal to watch Eighteens. Yeah. Mm. And and Fifteens and all the rest of it, like the amount of like Die Hard. I watched Die Hard as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like probably the top was the Scream films. Oh. For whatever reason, I was allowed to watch them. When did Scream come out? And when did the first one come out, Ryan? No idea. Uh, early two thousands, late nineties. I have no, no idea. Must must have been in the nineties. Nineties did me no harm. Yeah, watching such. Ninety six, Scream was out. Jeez. So eleven, ten, depending on when it came out. Yeah. That was. Yeah, I watched screaming. I watched screaming. I was little as well. Yeah. Sure. Home Alone or the Ghostbusters? I would say my favourite. Ghostbusters is a film. great choice. Yeah. yeah, I think I was. I think Ghostbusters two maybe was my first film at the cinema. Yeah. I think. Mm. Not one hundred percent sure, but I'm sure. I remember seeing it at the cinema. And I got scared and had to leave. So, mm. like an opening <laughs> scene, my dad was the big pa- <laughs> <laughs> What? What is opening scene? I can't remember. So I, I don't know. I'm trying to think if it's the first or the second, but I think the first is t- I'm too young or too young. You, you didn't. Yeah, you wouldn't have seen that at the cinema. I'm not convinced you would have seen the second one at the cinema. You'd have been like three. Aye, when I was, was young. it? Eighty-eight. It Aye. came out something like that. Aye, I was. I know I was definitely like really young. What right. are you? Home Alone. Uh, everyone's yeah, classic childhood one. Ages getting in trouble for saying. Never on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want one of those little? Uh, oh, that was the second one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When he had the little recorder. Yeah, I had the Home Alone too. I so wanted one of them when I was a kid. Credit card. <laughs> you got it. Nice snakes. I don't know snakes. Snakes. <laughs> I need to sell some more. Yeah, we. Anyway, we've talked on that Home Alone. <laughs> What's the next question, Ryan? Uh, so, what is the worst movie you have ever seen? Should have prepped these answers. <laughs> yeah. If only we had given you the questions in advance. Yeah, I was provided <laughs> with some insight into what I was going to be answering. Like maybe around about the Tuesday before yeah, before could, you did this. That would have been ideal. A couple of days prior to this. Worst movie I've ever seen. Mm. I really can't. Mm. I'm in the same room as Craig, and he is thinking really hard. I can <laughs> see it. Face. I can see it in his face. It's because I, I wouldn't dismiss a film. I can see. I can see something good. No, nah, that's not true. There are some rotten films out there. Give him some inspiration. Oh, inspire. Um, no. Tokyo Drift. Yes, very good. <laughs> Morgan, go. the third Hobbit film. Yeah, wasn't great. Yeah. Films that are too long and you're losing a bit of interest. My least favourite movie of all time. and I can say this because when we spoke about it earlier in the podcast, mm. is Skyline. Mm. Yeah. Because the Skyline 2 trailer came out this weekend. I never knew it was coming. Yeah. And I oddly get quite excited watching it just because I remembered how much I hated Skyline. Worst movie mm. ever. <laughs> The films, I don't think they're the worst films. There's films that irritate me. 
every Pirates of the Caribbean. Even the first one? Nay. <laughs> <laughs> what What about the Pirates of the Caribbean it's film? Just, it you? It's just the Orlando Bloom. Just the acting in it. I just don't. I just don't rate it at all. Jack Sparrow. He has. Yeah, he's got his gimmicky character there, but he's nicked that from me. So he's nicked that from you. Yeah. Um. We'll post a picture of Craig on my Twitter and you can see how similar <laughs> Captain I mean, Jack's not, not necessarily <laughs> the mannerisms you can see. <laughs> well, I'll post a video, I'll film you later. <laughs> post a no, video. I really don't know. The, the worst film I've ever seen. Well, I know I know what... Well, I spoke to, spoke to Ryan about this. It was a wee bit of prep into this. I know it is a bad film, but I like it. Okay. Tremors. Yeah, Tremors is... I would say yeah. I like Tremors, so... so it's yeah. a shocking film. <laughs> yeah, but... Kevin Bacon, tell me something. I like. I even like Tremors too. I like, so do. Who's only mm. Fred Ward? <laughs> no, oh, Ryan doesn't like Tremors. I don't think I, I could stretch that far. No. <laughs> I had that on tape. Did you? Tremors too. VHS. Yeah. We'll move on to the next question since you're I'm struggling, struggling a wee bit. I do. I do see benefit in every movie or whatever. All right. You've not watched enough movies. I haven't. Yeah. Um. Favourite male or female actor? Now you can they can name one of each or you can just name an overall favourite. Well Tom Hanks. Trusty Tom Hanks never does anything I would consider a rotten tomato, I Yeah, so rotten tomato is a <laughs> is a famous rating website, yeah. <laughs> there are others available. So yeah, which tends to be the most tends to be the go to one for most people. Um Trusty Tom Hanks probably is my favourite actor of all time. There's far too many. Any favourite? What's your top three Tom Hanks films? <sighs> Excluding oh. Saving Private Ryan. Don't know. Um, if you asked me that film, that question, you what my favourite film is. Not of all time. Is it going to be? Uh, we're going to ask that at some point. Oh, yeah. Well, you want well, to Tom save Hanks, it? No, no, Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump, number one mm-hmm. film. Loved it. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if we each have a destiny or if we're all just floating around <laughs> accidental like on a breeze <laughs> I think maybe it's both <laughs> I think maybe both are happening uh, at the same time nice nice. I enjoyed that uh, that's my yeah. Forrest Gump same private Ryan you've got mail Meg Ryan Tom Hanks oh really you've, went, you've got mail over Sleepless in Seattle winning combo Modernised, we've got mail. Yeah. Not big. Well, see, there's too many. Not like big. It's Bridge of Spies. Never seen that, in fact. Oh, that's a good job. Green Mile. Yeah. That was on TV the other week. Was it? It's good. I um, reviewed that for my higher English. Mm. Mrs. Walker. (laughs) I do remember Mrs. Walker, yeah. She Did was, she grade you well? She was a dish. I graded her well. I've lost it. <laughs> I did indeed get a pass in that class. <laughs> did you? Uh, just nice. for the Green Mile. The best thing I came up with was... What's the lead character's name? The, well, not the Coffee. John Coffee. JC. JC. Big JC. I yeah. said maybe that's why Stephen King used the initials. Jesus Christ! Parallels between mm-hmm. 
maybe and heal people. Mrs. Walker. Loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved, loved it. She didn't get enough. She was all over it. Give that boy. <laughs> What's next, Ryan? Uh, so, a film that you haven't seen but I've always wanted to. Well, coincidentally, it was mentioned tonight, I kept this quiet. Inception. Mm. I said to you, Ryan, I've got three copies of that in the house, two of them still wrapped in their cellophane. <laughs> Maybe uh, like here, a couple of them away. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up one of them with the intention of watching it and never ever did. And I know it's, I know it to be a good film. Um, so, What's stopping you watching it? <laughs> I don't really understand what the definition of Inception is. Maybe find out once you watch the film. <laughs> What's that inception? <laughs> I'm not watching that. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's because this is what puts me not puts me off watching films? But if there's films I really want to watch, I, the reason I don't watch them straight away is because I want to give them my full attention. Because I know that I need to be focused on it and I don't want to miss anything. It's not just like an Adam Sandler film that you can just put on in the background and it doesn't Zero. matter if you get the plot or not. Like Inception, you need to. To watch, like I've never seen Shutter Island, mm-hmm. just because the canio. But I want to watch it when I've got two, two, three hours, nothing to do, nothing to focus mm-hmm. on, so that I can get the full story, sort of thing. Or are you just not bothered? Hmm. No, they definitely can put on films and, and just have them on in the background, and you're all, you're always going to enjoy it. But I uh, Inception. I highly advise you to watch it. It's one of my favourite yeah, films, I think. It's up there for me as well. Um, where are we? Uh, favourite scene that you connect to a song? Um, just for that, uh, i give you this example earlier, but just for everybody else who's listening, all, all five or six of you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, so, like, one that jumps out to me straight away would be the torture scene in Reservoir Dogs with them playing stuck in the middle. So just any mm. scene that you can relate like relate a, a, a specific song to that scene. Easy. Yeah. Well, that will go on, Titanic. Oh. <laughs> oh. The boys got me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Time of my life, dirty dancing. Time mm. of my life. Similar to what I'm having right now, at this very moment. <laughs> Absolutely. If only we had the... Uh, of my If life. only we had the copyright to play that in the background as... Mm. <laughs> Who would be lifting who here in this <laughs> I, I probably have Hazard, to lift you, so yeah. it's just because yeah. um, my physical strength is just oh. unparalleled. Who's Patrick? Come on, who's who's got Patrick's skills? I think we know. Who's um, who's baby's dad? So that I can go up to him and go. Nobody puts baby in a corner. I carry the watermelon. Clearly, neither <laughs> of us have seen this film. <laughs> 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 I know there's some people listening that will be surprised I know some of this yeah. stuff. Dirty Dancing is a yeah, film I've that I've seen I, this film d- before. Have you not? Of course it. you've seen Dirty yeah, Dancing. So. Dirty F- Dancing is a film I sleep, I actually quite enjoy. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before. It's alright, it's a, it's decent, I kind of get it. It's not as good as the way some people go on about it, but it's, it's alright. I think we should get together and have a. Get it on a night, Amelia loves it, so she'll oh, be happy to watch mm. it. Um, what we got next, Ryan? What's your favourite film? Have we done that? <laughs> well, no, I've not done that yet. Wait, spoiler. Like say that. Question <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> God, man. So, Craig, your favourite movie of all time. <laughs> Sorry, jumped in. Um, easy again. Notebook. You're a bird, I'm a bird. Ryan Gosling. You're not being serious. Like, 
We take this podcast really seriously, Craig. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, bring up some bang awards. Yeah, there's much more like it. Yeah. Um, Favourite film of all time? Shawshank, Saving Private Ryan, Tremors. It's hard to choose. <laughs> yeah. Probably Forrest Gump. I yeah. remember, I do remember the first time I watched that. Forrest Gump's good. Yeah, there's too many moments where you weld up. I had a wee tear. Tears of joy, tears of sadness. It's the, the whole package. See, Ryan, other people cry at movies as well. <clears throat> um, our final question and how our food has arrived, Ryan. Oh, right, okay. We're getting a wee, getting a wee takeaway, getting a wee pizza and a kebab. Kick it. You could take me away for yeah. this. <laughs> <clears throat> Finally, right, you're, you're a producer. You produce your own movie. Mm-hmm. Who would you have directing it? Who would you have mm. starring in it? You need to give us at least two cast members. And what genre would it be? Hmm. Director. It'd have to be Francis Ford Coppola. Not mentioned The Godfathers. Oh, nice. I'll go with that. Nice. Yeah. And obviously sticking within the gangster genre. And, um, <laughs> a romantic comedy <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks Meg Ryan <laughs> gangster gangster <laughs> movie don't see any problem with that nice yeah, come together um, I don't I don't I know my favourite genre I do like a chick flick and I think I could do a better job than what's out there these days Um we came up with one just ten minutes we ago, did. didn't we? Just, just like that. Um, so who would be in my chick flick? I don't know if you try and have Ryan Gosling. Nice. Yeah. We're a fan of Ryan Gosling. So oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Gosling. Both aesthetically and his acting ability. Him, <laughs> maybe Emma Stone. They dance together. So La La Land, no, you want to do it? You want to do it? A remake? Like, sh- crazy Stupid Love or whatever? Oh, yeah. I've not seen that either. Do they dance in that? Mm. I think so. I've seen like adverts for it on the telly and they have a bit of a dirty dancing moment, I believe. So, you want to complete the Ryan Gosling Emma Stone dancing trilogy? You want to put mm-hmm. the final, mm-hmm. final yeah. movie out? I mean, I'd have a part in it myself. That's sort of. Director, star, or. Alright, oh, one of those ones. Kind of get their own ego, so yeah. they've got to be in their film. Yeah. Nice. So. Um, Shamalan so of that, our generation. Sort of gangster <laughs> romance. It's in the water. Gangster romantic genre that I've come up with there. Aren't they in a gangster film together <laughs> as well? Are they? What's that one that gets slated? Hmm. <laughs> It's just like I think a noir. I never, I get absolutely destroyed. So I never, I never watched either. Scott, what's his face in it? It's in Milk. Orlando Bloom. No. <laughs> I can't remember. He used to be married to Madonna. Orlando Bloom again. <laughs> you didn't mention Pulp Fiction. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, Sean Penn. Yeah. He's in it. No, I don't know much about him. You don't know much about Sean. Mystic River. Is he? No. I think it's called like Gangster Gangster something in it, the film. 
There is one like gangster, gangster squad, but there was another one that, that I, I think is, it had like big names in it, but um, it got totally tore apart. Uh, but I can't remember what it's called now. But it's something like the accountant. I know it's not the accountant, but it's a name like the something like that. But I can't remember what it is now. Gangster, it's it's gangster squad that they were in. I should have is it? Answers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, John Penn. Did you ask me who's the worst actor and actresses? No. no, who's your least favourite actor? Ben Affleck. He just popped into my head. There. Nah, oh. wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Brian's, a, Brian's a, quite a fan of him. He's a huge fan of Ben Affleck. Who's your favourite uh, Batman? Who's your favourite Batman? Michael Keaton, originals. Yeah, get it up your Ryan. Nicholson. That's all right. It's no Batfleck anyway. <laughs> I like Keaton. Mm. Yeah, I think like Affleck Keaton. Affleck Keaton Bale. Ben Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. See, I haven't seen <laughs> that film. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't call me. Can, you, can you smell that food? I can smell <laughs> that's, that. That's food. good. Yeah. Apologies, I didn't put in these answers here. Maybe I should have come up with something a bit That's alright, we've enjoyed having you on, Craig. A bit more. Will I be back? Mm. No, okay. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. No, thanks. If you're the... doing one about movie quotes, I'm. I'm good. I'm good for a quote. favorite Ghostbuster quote. That's a quotable film. Mm, or off, uh, right. Tom Hanks. Boris <laughs> Gump impression. <laughs> I like we came. We saw. We kicked his ass. It's a good one. I love Ghostbusters. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> That's good in Ghostbusters as well. That one. <laughs> right, Ryan. Do you want to say goodbye to Craig? Cheerio. Oh, cheerio. cheerio. Whoa. <sighs> Congratulations. Our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on changing your closing goodbye there. Yes. <laughs> right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having Love me. Love you. Bye. Bye, Bye. listeners. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed uh, that interview with Craig. We, we had a good laugh uh, recording it with him. It's good to have him on. So, again, Craig, thanks for doing that. Um, we're just going to go on to our Twitter questions now. We've got a few here. Uh, we'll see how we might do. We might do two or three. We might just do two, but we'll, we'll see how we go on. Uh, first question is from at Leibs F. Are there any movie franchises that you think should retire? She's put down Fast and Furious, Die Hard, Indiana Jones, Paranormal Activity. What about yourself, Ryan? Anything? Uh, the one that jumped out at me straight away. It's not so. I don't want it to retire. I just want it to take a break and come back under new management. But it's um, the Transformers. Yeah. Because um, the first one was so good. Like that, I watched that film so much, and it's one of the few films that I took the time to like just sit and watch all the um, extra stuff, like the behind the scenes and everything, and the making of and all that. And I, I loved it. And then the other films have just been a kind of disappointment. So, yeah, that that's one for me. I think should definitely take a wee, a wee break and come back under somebody else other than um, old Michael Bay. Um, <clears throat> from the ones Leaps has mentioned there, Die Hard, uh, I'd, I always forget about Die Hard, like the, how it's taken such a sorry path and yep. it's just no longer the kind of film franchise it once was, because um, one in three are just amazing films, I, I think. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, those are probably a couple there I would mention myself. Yeah, I mean, what I would say first of all is that I, I, retires maybe too strong a word for me. Like, I, I would just like 
just to give everyone a break from a lot of franchises because I think mm-hmm. you can always bring things back but I think what you're saying like maybe just step away from it reevaluate it and then come back yeah with especially Transformers under new management with Michael Bay as far away from Transformers um, as possible um, yep. Die Hard again yeah get rid of it um, I think 4 and 5 are terrible I've no interest in those movies at all Um Fast and Furious. I don't really like the Fast and Furious films, but thinking as a studio, I wouldn't retire yeah. them because they make so much money. I just yeah. think, like, why would you? Why would you think about doing that? Couple of things that I mean, not so much paranormal activity. I've only seen that. I think maybe the first two, but like Saw, I think I thought it was retired, and it's came back already in the the new trailer that we. I think we spoke about it the other week, or we at least mentioned that there was one out for it. it looks dreadful. Um, so it'd probably be sort of horror genres I would retire because they just do loads and loads and loads of them. Like, mm-hmm. they, like I think it's stopped now, but like I'm sure we'll get another one. Is it uh, Final Destination? Yeah, they they've stopped. I yeah, thankfully. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's not too many film movie things that I would retire. Probably Indiana Jones because we're getting another one of that. Because we've already had three. I don't. I don't think we need a fourth one. And well, I hope everyone yeah, understands what I'm saying there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no aliens in the Indiana Jones story that I know. Yes. Um, <laughs> Only bad Nazis that he likes fighting and snakes. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, those would be maybe some of the ones that I would, I would get rid of. Not yeah. uh, not maybe not necessarily full time, but yeah, I um, can't think of any like I would want just gone completely like, just apart from film franchises that I've got no interest. Paris in. Paris the Caribbean. That's another one. Yeah, I was thinking... Just nip that in the bud for a wee while. You need to take a wee break, don't they? Yeah, get rid of Depp. <laughs> just rubbish. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there are some other things that, have, that I'll think about later, which is no good, because we need them right now. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll ask, ask another question. Um, Alan Robertson, 83... He says, question, at Movie Podders, is there any real life event you'd like to see made into a movie? Ryan? Hey, I struggled with this one because most of the stuff I would probably want to see has already been made. Um, so I have struggled a wee bit. Um, I was mentioning to you, I think like the only kind of real things that, real life events that, I would be interested in being made into movies are like conspiracy theory stuff. So I, I, I like my conspiracy theories, so it's probably only going to be like stuff along those kind of lines for myself. Um, but again, most of the kind of conspiracy stuff that I would want to see have been made already. Like JFK is a big one. Like that's one of the biggest conspiracy theories I believe in. Um, but we had JFK made by Oliver Stone, so. Um, 
yeah, I, I struggled a wee bit, but the only ones I kind of came up with would be a kind of nine eleven conspiracy theory because uh, I quite enjoy reading into all that type of stuff. I think that'd be an interesting one. Um, moon landings one, I think you could do something with that where it wouldn't necessarily need to be something that was like a based on or not like a, a serious film. It could be made like as a, a comedy or something. Yeah, I feel like you could do something along those kind of lines with that. Um, I can't remember, there was something else, but I can't actually remember what it was now for real life events, but there was, to say, I, I really struggled with this question for stuff that's not already been made. What about you? Um, come up with a couple of stuff, but yeah, and I think the thing is as well, um, some sort of weird dark place in my head sort of goes to, like, tragic events. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, and I don't know if that's maybe because they're very memorable, like, we, we all remember where we were when, like, things like 9-11 or the London, like, bombings happened, you know what I mean? And so I don't know if that's why these sort of things come to my head, but more so the sort of, like, what were the what were the, the services doing, like, the, the police and the ambulance, and what were the politicians doing? Not so much the actual, like, event that happened, and, like, the sort of tragedy that happened, but how did people respond to those sort of things? Mm-hmm. Um couple of ones I've got, we've had Steve Jobs, I'd quite like Bill Gates yeah, um, a good one. Uh, one I'd like to, the two guys who created uh, Superman, Jerry Seagal and uh, Joe uh, Schuster, Schuster, uh, Schuster I think that's how you pronounce it they, they created Batman and they sold them to, they sold them to um, well, DC which Detective Comics it, uh, for very sort of low price and I think they were sort of ripped off by DC and then that sort of, I think there was a big legal battle about rights and like how much money these guys should have been given, and I don't think their families actually got the money until these two two guys had actually passed away. So kind of like to see that story uh, as well. And obviously Superman's were first real superhero, so that'd be quite cool to see the sort of creation of that. Um, there's a a, th- a thing called <laughs> I've got quite a few actually, uh, Barefoot <laughs> Bandit. This kid in Seattle, when he was, like, 17, like, went on the run for the law. And he started off as, like, a sort of small-time criminal. He was maybe just, like, breaking into people's houses and, like, stealing some food and having a hot bath. He was sort of, like, living in the foils, just, like, survival. Um, but he, he sort of, like, criminal activity grew and grew. But he would leave, like, he'd paint, like, a foot on the floor and just write, see ya, underneath it for, for the police. But talking about comedies, I think this could be quite a good comedy because like there's a bit there's a time where like he had extra money, so he he took money to an animal shelter and said, "Please use this to look after the animals." And you someone's credit card to like buy bear mace and night vision goggles. Um, he learned how to fly pl- like little planes by reading manuals and watching DVDs. And he, uh, rumor has it, he stole five planes and crash landed them all. Uh, the last one of which he crash landed in the Bahamas, which is where he got caught. That would be quite um, spoilers. Quite yeah, it's a true story though, so you would know <laughs> all this anyway. Um, that one, that one, just jump in there. That one reminds me of Into the Wild a bit, just for what you've described. Reminds me of David. I think it's David McCandless. I can't remember his name actually now. But have you saw? I think you saw Into the Wild. I've never saw Into the Wild. Oh, I think it was he a, was he a criminal. No, he's not a criminal. He's as such. He's more a missing person. But just what you've kind of described in a way of his lifestyle sounds similar to that. So, right. 
should give that a go. Kind of reminding a wee bit of like not with the same, not as cool as Catch Me As You Can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, without this whole like fraud um, aspect of it. Um, a couple other ones. I th- I think some. Of, I think these next three are actually in production to be made made movies. There's one. There's a guy called Brian Banks uh, who when he was at high school in America he was an aspiring American football player I think he was being coveted by a lot of the, the big schools in America to, to get a scholarship he was um, uh, wrongly accused of of raping a girl in his, his year at school um, and it was like 10 years later he got expedited and basically a private detective was hired and he recorded the girl just at men. She'd made the whole thing up. She'd got like millions. She'd got like over a million dollars for it and stuff like that. And none of it had ever happened. And so he gets. Oh, it's not. He uh, gets exonerated. Sorry. And he ends up actually getting to achieve. Like he gets to play at least one game in the NFL, which was his dream from when he was a kid. Mm. So it's this him sort of coming through this journey of being like in prison for something he never done. And then his dream's been taken away from him and then he finally manages to get there to the where he was wanting to be when he was sort of 15. Um, Christian Harloff always talks about a Vince McMahon WWE. Oh yeah, that'd be good, Ty. Um, which, is, which is something I wouldn't have thought about until, like, he, he mentions it quite a lot and that is something that I find quite interesting. And I'm sure, I don't know how far into production or if it ever took off, but I'm sure there was something about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon producing, like, a FIFA movie oh, yeah. with all the corruption that happened in FIFA um, so I'd quite like to see that and just the sort of because you could sort of do that in the style of like uh, was it the big short in like Wolf of Wall Street sort of style yeah um, so I think that'd be quite be quite interesting yeah I think the Vince McMahon one actually that would be a really good one because I've read about him in work, just on Wikipedia, um, but I just read like his stuff on work, and he does have like a really interesting story. So, yeah, that's that's one definitely I'd be sure. up for. I think. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, but I think that's um, that us for today. I probably I don't know what time we're at now, but we're probably near yeah, we're an hour and a half. So. Oh no, we're not that. We're not that far. I'll keep talking if you want. I'll ah, just keep it going. Just talk about ah. whatever. What are you going to see this week? What movies are you going to watch? Uh, I don't know. I'll try and probably see um, those. I don't know because there's still a couple I need to catch up on, so I'm not quite sure to be honest with you and when I'll get the opportunity. So, hmm. um, busy boy. Um, nah, don't know. Yeah. Going to see Hitman's Bodyguard today yeah, with Amelia, and then she's patching me. She's having a second Hindu. She's a diva, <laughs> uh, and I'll watch by myself uh, the Dark Tower. I think nice. um, I'm meeting my brother for another Nantos. <laughs> so Jeez. he's got he's got a free full chicken, so it has to be used. Oh well, um, but it's not to. So and then we might watch a movie that has maybe watch something he's not seen. Nice. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Craig, again for for joining us this week. I uh, hope you enjoyed that little segment. Again, if any of you want to be on that, we would we would like volunteers. If we don't get volunteers, we'll just make you do it. Um, let us know again what you think. Listen to us on various um, 
we're on loads of podcast stuff now. One of it, I turn the podcast about somebody to somebody at my work, and he's like, oh, "I use this." And I was like, oh, "I don't think we're on that." And we were, so nice. we're on various podcast apps now. So chances are, unless it's not one of the if it's your, whatever app you're using for podcasts, you'll probably really find us on there. Uh, if not, definitely tune in podcast.com and iTunes. If you that's it, obviously, I know you're listening just now, but if you want another avenue to listen on. Follow us on Twitter at MoviePodders and on Instagram again at MoviePodders. Um, Ryan, would you like to say anything? Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you've come. Remember everything you have faced, all the battles you have won, and all the fears you have overcome. There you go, guys. A wee pick up for for Saturday <laughs> morning, there, please. Um, are you through me there? I was just like expecting no. I know. I thought I'd give you something this week. Oh, curveball. I like it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.